America. My name is I'm Yosef from Pong. I come to you live every Thursday about this time. And today we're going to talk about Herschel Walker, the running back. You might not have known him. I grew up, uh, you know, watching him play football. And he's an icon in Georgia, also known for doing a lot of push-ups and a lot of sit-ups. Apparently, he did not like the weights, the traditional bench presses. He just did a lot of push-ups and sit-ups and watched his diet. And he's kind of an interesting man. He was also on the bobsled team for a while. Herschel's done it all. Right, I mean, he wasn't Bo Jackson kind of done it all, but he was he was a fantastic ass, uh, athlete and, and a model of discipline. Herschel Walker and his 3,000 push-ups and, and 5,000 sit-ups a day. And Raphael Warnock, who is a Democratic pastor out of Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, who has been the senator for the last two years. So, you know, uh, he's been talking his talk. And those are the two fighters who are, who are running in the Georgia U.S. Senate race. So you have two black guys who are committed to not saying anything for black people. Right. And make no mistake, Georgia is a third black. It is, you know, 32 percent black, 32, 33 percent black. And in terms of commercial real estate, we got nothing. Right. So like a 30 again, Georgia is 32, 33 percent uh, black. And we don't own like some black people own, but we do not own. Ted Turner probably has more. Ted Turner is the biggest landowner in, in Georgia. He probably has more um, acreage and commercial acreage than the entire black population. So we don't own, right? So we've been, and we don't own because we were locked out forever until, I don't know, probably, honestly, till the, the Olympics, right? Remember, Democrats were Dixiecrats up until Zell Miller died. And so when they thought about populist policy, they were they were thinking about, uh, you know, the white poor and not the black poor, because the black poor is just a third class that nobody talks about. And yeah, so we have two black Senate candidates, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, and both of them got to where they are by not talking about black people. So I was thinking about it today. It's kind of like the University of Georgia, um, University of Alabama football games where all of the players are black, but the money changing hands and all of the festivities, those are white because we don't have it, right? So, you know, the, you have this fight between two black guys who are steadfastly not talking about black issues and what the government owes to black people because of what the government did to black people. Right. So when you say that, that's not fair. War, Raphael Warnock's a good guy. Well, maybe you think Raphael Warnock's a good guy. I'm going to let the man speak for himself. I have a clip. I have a clip. Let me see. It's, um, oh, let, let me hit the opening first. Do do diligence. All right. Hit C after the beat. To the beat, y'all. For the world or the government If it was the president Then I would stay fat You leave it up to me I paint the White House Black and ain't no future In your front So I will tell you right now That um, 
Georgia's a third black, and it's not looking good for us. You'll say, like, well, isn't that black money in Georgia? Yeah, but there's a lot of black poverty. There's a little bit of black money that you see kind of sprinkled around, but a lot of black poverty, and that is the problem. And, and like, the little bit of black, don't let the little bit of black money fool you about the oceans of black poverty, because remember, a third of it is, a third of Georgia is black. And, um, yeah, don't let, the, don't let Tyler Perry, one dude, convince you that black people are doing well in Georgia because they're not. And then there's rural poverty, which is a whole different thing, which is a whole different kind of poverty. And that's just not something you want to be. So the only thing that's going to make us whole is reparations. And so a guy asked Raphael Warnock, how are you going to, you know, make black people whole through reparations? And this is Warnock's answer. My question is, um, it seems that we're always dealing with the symptoms of the problems instead of the bigger issues. Um, and it seems that's one of the issues that could kind of fix all the issues is talking about reparations. And we don't talk about reparations enough in this country. Um, and the last that I checked, um, House, the House had gotten the HB 40 passed committee. And as far as I can tell, that's where it stopped. Um, and I know you're in the Senate, so I'm not sure what you can do about that. But I'm just, I, I did just wonder what you could do to further that cause um, in America right now. So there, there is a bill to study the issue of reparations. Here is what I'm for, equity and opportunity. And I wake up every day fighting for that. Um, and I do it in such a way that I think benefits all of us, but when you look at the issue of, of health care, for example, if we can get uh, Medicaid expanded, it would help all of us if we could get Medicaid expanded, if we could get a fix. But it would have a disproportionate impact on communities of color because the disparities are so great. Um, when we uh, invest in jobs, when we invest in infrastructure, um, when we in invest in a whole range of these of these things, when we deal with the expanded child tax credit, um, which helps 97% of families with children. But when you look at the racial wealth gap, it is a it, it it will be a great help to communities of color and other marginalized people. Um, my question is, so I don't know what you saw there, but I saw one useless Negro, and I'm talking about some I, my the the job of a politician is to push policy and get policy passed, and if you can't push policy passed, you clarify the fight. And what he said is, listen, black people. I, although you are a third of electorate and you went 90% for me and I can't get reelected uh, without you, I'm not going to do anything to make you whole because your problems don't become my problems until they're white people's problems. <laughs> I'll say that again. That's Raphael Warnock saying, black people, I know you're broke, but your problems don't become my problems until they're white people's problems. And so you might as well just not even have him there. If, and and you would think that that's kind of an ethic he takes everywhere, and that is his problem. 
But it turns out he will fight for black people. He will fight for specific black issues as long as they're issues like this. Hair care discrimination. This is the one, like, this, this, these are the kinds of black issues he'll fight for. He'll fight for your right to get cornrows, not like commercial properties, contracts, assets. But you can wear, you should be able to wear your hair the way you like. And, and if he was consistent, he would be like, well, I can't do that until we also, it's got to be a universal policy. So you got to show me some white people who are getting discriminated because of their hair and then I'll pass it. But no, this is a specifically black issue that he's willing to fight for because it doesn't really matter. And it's not going to actually change the way money moves. Right? And that is the problem with Raphael Warnock in a place where you actually need to make black people whole. He'll worry about hair. The black issue you get is hair care discrimination. Everything else is like, well, I got to make sure it affects everybody. Well, why don't you make sure this affects everybody? The hair care discrimination. No, because you don't have to make sure it affects everybody. You just don't want to tick off the white people who really own you. Who really own you. And mind you, remember, George is a third black. So you can get reelected without a ton of white votes. <laughs> um, you don't need 50%. You're not going to get 50%. Right? But you, you, can, you can get reelected. Um, so I don't, it's, it's, uh, it's shameful. So, and then you got Herschel Walker and Herschel Walker is just put in there. If you don't know, professional athletes are mostly Republican, slightly libertarian because they just figure that everybody else should do 5,000 pushups and, and 3,000 sit-ups or whatever. And they too would be a professional athlete. So just in general, professional athletes are pretty libertarian because, you know, and then there's also survivorship bias because there are people who work just as hard as Herschel, but they blew out a knee or a shoulder. Then they, you know, took some pain pills to get better. Then they got addicted to the pain pills. So, yeah, the survivorship bias anytime you're dealing with professional athlete. Now, Herschel Walker, so Herschel Walker is kind of a regular, um, a kind of a regular professional athlete in the sensibility. And you can't, you can't, you can't understand. Um, I mean, you can understand where you come from. He's, you know, not the brightest guy, but how many people are? He's not the worst guy. He definitely wouldn't be the dumbest senator we had. Um, and he is, he is who he is. And he's got a kind of a rather flamboyant gay son who's a Republican libertarian um himself so there's a way in which i i suspect Herschel walker is actually a pretty nice dude um but you know do i want him to be president no <laughs> no 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 i mean i do i want him to be a senator no do i want Raphael warnock to be a senator no who's going to do the best for black people as senator that's a good question right do you want the democratic friend who isn't going to fight for you? Or do you want an enemy who you actually know their limits and isn't going to fight for you, but in a way that's rather predictable, right? And the idea is that Democrats aren't going to do anything for us until we go someplace else. They're not. Democrats are not going to do anything for us until we go someplace else and tell them that we're going someplace else, right? So this idea that Voting for Herschel Walker is somehow bad for black people. I, I don't know. I don't, you know. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I do think it's an open question um, whether like, there's no other way to teach Democrats a lesson. 
they get 90% of the black vote. Like it's their whole vote and they still won't speak for us. Like for like to redress the state sponsored degradation. All right, so they'll get you, they'll get you insulin and they'll get you, um, uh, um, Warnock's talking about lowering gas prices, trying to lower gas prices a little bit. They'll get that for you because also white people have diabetes and white people want lower gas prices. They won't get anything for you black people. And that is a problem because we need and we are owed, right? So it's as, it's as if with Warnock, it's as if someone stole my bike and then I talked to the police and the police officer says, um, well, I'm not going to get your bike back, but I'm going to give everybody a very good bike lock because everybody deserves a very good bike lock. That's true. Everybody deserves a very good bike lock, but um, that doesn't get me my bike. <laughs> like that doesn't make me whole right so just so just telling me hey, everybody's gonna get a good bike lock doesn't make me whole i want my bike back and that's the problem with black people trying to deal with warnock they need to be made whole and warnock's talking about universal program programs that are good for everyone like i said uh, even if you do get healthcare passed and, and medicaid extension um so black people live longer not still not being able to do stuff like why even live like why i'm at that age right now where you, you got to ask that question like why even live if you can't do stuff and you can't see your people do stuff, right? So healthcare isn't the, I want freedom. I want my people to be made whole. I want whole black zip codes um, that are stable, like not just counties, fully stable, not just a neighborhood, but there is no actual real black neighborhood that's all 100% black and 100% not like stable. They're like little pockets but i want i want whole people so um these universal programs that'll just keep black people alive but still not empowered in any meaningful way not with assets contracts good jobs um i don't i don't need in my life i i want black people who are gonna, i want if i'm gonna have a, a black senator i don't need them to fight for black people right so that's pretty so both these guys are proxies for white power and pretty nakedly so rather nakedly so and that's that's a problem I have with Warnock and Herschel Walker and the shape of, you know, black life, because you should be able to make it without being a proxy for white power and white money, right? When Raphael Warnock says that he, like he said explicitly, rather explicitly, I found that he's not going to do anything for black people. Although he expects black people to vote for him for 90%. And if that black people vote for him for 80%, and 80%, he'll lose. Like, he needs 90% in order to win this election. All right? And he's still not going to promise us anything and said we should be happy because he's willing to fight for some things as long as they're real problems. And when he says real problems, that means white people suffer them too. <laughs> and that's just not good enough. Right? So you have, on one hand, is it easier to declan the GOP because at the state legislature, you're pretty much talking about the Klan. And yeah, and the people who the people who run <laughs> Herschel Walker, the money behind them, these are not people who care about black people. Um, and then on, on the other side, a feckless Democratic Party that's confused about why they shouldn't tick off the Klan, right? That's just confused about... So, so do you get more money from the kind of half done pushes for health care 
that comes out of the Democratic uh, Party? Or do you get more money from the xenophobia that comes and white nationalism that comes out of 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 the GOP? Because make no mistake, some there was a the xenophobia is actually good for black people. Uh, there was an article in the LA Times about how there's one demographic that did very well with kind of Trump's xenophobia, and that was black men. <laughs> when when Trump was talking tough about immigration, black men's uh, raises went up. Um, so like, so it's not so it's not. So why? So it's not exactly clear that white xenophobia is bad for us. If the other option is like degradation, except maybe a push for healthcare, right? So that's the that's that's what we're, that's what we're do we get more from the GOP xenophobia and vague white nationalism that possibly can work for us in terms of like getting rid of some competition at the low wage level, or do we get more from like a kind of half done push for healthcare? Both of it's trash. But that's, let's be honest about, that's what we're fighting for. Right? That's what we're fighting for. And that's a problem in our politics. So I, 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 you don't change the Democratic Party by voting for them. Like, they're a self-satisfied bunch. And I don't know. So we got, we got xenophobia or like half-assed Democrats who, who aren't going to do anything for us. And who are proud. Like Warnock goes out there proud. In a room full of mostly black people, he's out there proud saying, I can't do anything for you unless it also affects the whites and persons of color. No, we have black problems. Black people problems. Made from the way that the United States treated black people. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If xenophobia gets, gets black guys' wages up, then I guess I'll go with the xenophobic as opposed to the... The other guy. And so that's that's where we're at. And make no mistake, you got to think about these two black guys are put there by their proxy war. They're, it's a proxy war because it's not about black people. <laughs> it's, it's just the two black fighters who are fighting the white war. And that is a problem because it's not about us. And they're not even they're not even put neither of them. Neither of them are saying, this is what I'm going to do for black people. If you, I'm a black guy, I care about black people. This is what I'm going to, and a third of Georgia is black and they've been degraded by the U.S. government. So put me in government so I can make black people whole. Right? That's the candidate who should get 90% of the black vote. Right? Warnock's trying to get 90% of the black vote without saying none of that. <laughs> and I just don't know if that should be, that should be, acceptable to us i don't think it's i don't i don't think i don't think that should be acceptable to us right so i think these and one other thing i do think that high profile republic black republicans winning is actually good for the democratic party because maybe they won't take us uh, take take us for granted right right and also you're going to find a lot of and i'll be honest you're going to find a lot of liberal white women saying awful things about herschel walker um they're going to be snobbish because they don't. Uh, Democrats don't know how snobbish they are, and how just obnoxious they are. So they're going to say awful things about Herschel Walker, and um, I hope that drives, you know, black people to vote for him. Because why not? Seriously, why not? Uh, it'll like we got to think the our struggle is longer, larger than 
a an election cycle. If we have to take an L to get the Democrats to actually provide for us, then that's the L we we might need to take, or at least talk about taking, because they're not because Democrats aren't going to to do anything for us without that. By the way, if you like what I'm saying and appreciate what I'm saying, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademics.com, kick in five, fifteen, or fifty dollars a month, and keep it keep it keep me going, right? Um, so you got two black guys who are committed to not talking about black issues, and that's why they've ascended, and that's a whole problem for equality of identity politics that the Democrats aren't going to do anything to fix as long as you as long as you keep voting for them. So yeah, xenophobia on one side and feckless, um, scared black people on the other side, or scared uh, Democrats on the other side. And uh, yeah, that's going to be the problem. And that's, that's always our problem. Thank you for your time. I will see you next week.